Welcome into the Go 24-7 podcast. We're here in Frisco, Texas at the Star, the home of the Dallas Cowboys for the opening finals 2019, Nike's premier event for these prospects each year. I'm Billy Ambani. With me is Charles Power, recruiting analyst for 24-7 Sports. We're coming off a big Sunday where LSU quarterback commit TJ Finley put on a show earning top honors from 24-7 Sports as far as the Elite 11 performers on the day. Uh, Charles, this, this big quarterback, he's about as intriguing as probably anybody here yeah. in Texas at this event. Uh, what did you see from him that, that pushed him over the top to earn those top honors? Yeah, this was really a, this is really a setting today on, on, on Sunday that, that I thought played into to TJ Finley's strengths, and he kind of took advantage of it. So just to kind of paint the picture, um, today they were doing kind of a red zone seven-on-seven seven, um, where each, each quarterback probably threw eight to ten passes and, uh, and and Finley, I would say, you know, really had most of the probably the most highlight throws on, on the day. He, I think, he was maybe uh, maybe like six for eight with a with a drop and, and, and three touchdowns. Um, one of the, the drop one of the drops would have gone for a touchdown. But yeah, he just really impressed me in, in terms of his um, you know his arm strength uh, and, and just the decisiveness. He went to his first read a lot, but he just kind of had no hesitation in, in ripping it into a tight window and. Um, he really impressed from that standpoint. I think, you know, I think basically everybody agrees he probably has the strongest arm here. Right. Um, really easily generates uh, uh, velocity in the ball. So I, I think, you know, yesterday he was a little up and down. Today he was probably had the strongest session, just if you're kind of viewing it in a vacuum. I, I think the big thing with him just kind of as a prospect evaluation standpoint is just, you know, is, is us kind of viewing this in context of how it relates to him as an overall quarterback and, and seeing kind of how he progresses as a senior um, in terms of, you know, playing efficiently, being accurate on a consistent basis. And, and then, of course, his mobility. He's, he's easily the biggest quarterback here, um, you know, probably behind several of the others in terms of like, like in the f- foot, footwork and mobility category. So I, I think the big thing with him, with him is just kind of be kind of getting a grip on his strengths um, and, and just how consistent he can be with that. So, but yeah, I mean, it, like just on, on Sunday, I, he had a really strong session, and, and I thought took advantage of of, of, a, of a setting that um, you know played to his strengths. And, and, and there were there are other guys, you know, sim- similarly. Um, there were other, you know, kind of bigger pocket passers who maybe didn't t- didn't take advantage right. of it like he did. So I think that's really all you can ask for is is kind of whenever you are set up to succeed, you know, t- making the most of it. And I thought he did that. Yeah, and we saw him really engaged as well. He was he was high fiving his teammates and yeah. encouraging some of these local wide receivers that. Uh, that were out here and things like that. I, that's something that you that you really kind of want to see from from these quarterbacks out here. Is yeah. Be engaged, be you know active and, and leading them. Yeah, and and his his group was really, I, I thought probably of the of the four groups that went probably the strongest group. And, and like like you said, they were they were throwing to some local receivers who were probably a little overmatched. Um, you know, a lot of drops we we saw today, and um, that that group of quarterbacks, which was uh, T.J. Finley. Luke Doty's coming to South Carolina. Haynes King, who's uncommitted. I, I thought they did a really good job of kind of encouraging the receivers, keeping them, um, you know, in the loop. Uh, they, they each kind of had their different leadership, uh, you know, characteristics, kind of, uh, you know, strengths, kind of how they go about it. And Finley was was, um, you know, he was like dancing with them and, and kind of just, you know, being kind of a, a upbeat. Uh, 
positive, you know, influence on those guys, you know, just kind of more like a, like a, a more lighthearted approach maybe than the other two. But uh, I thought he did a really good job of keeping them engaged and um, it kind of worked out like that, that group's receivers made the most plays. And I, I don't really think it's a, co- a coincidence, but uh, so that was pretty encouraging for him. And, you know, he seems to be, be the type that that's kind of embracing this, this uh, setting. And I'm, I'm kind of looking forward to seeing how, you know, if he kind of continues this throughout the week. Number nine pro style quarterback on 24-7 sports. Uh, as far as what we're looking for out of him, not only at this event, but into that senior year, kind of walk us through this 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 evaluation, this rankings pro, uh, process for him yeah. because he is intriguing. He does have that size. He does have that arm. But there's certainly uh, question marks in terms of right. accuracy and, and probably some of that footwork that you mentioned. Yeah, I think I think the senior year is, is really kind of shown to be a, a pretty pivotal um, you know evaluation point when you look at quarterbacks. When you look at you know a lot of the the best quarterbacks in college football and ones who ultimately get drafted high, they typically have really strong senior years. And kind of when you think about it, that's that's the year where it's for the most part in general you're going to see quarterbacks in their, in their most ideal situation you're playing with guys you've been playing with for a while usually you're playing in an offense you've been playing you know in for a while and and you're you know more physically mature than, than most of the players you're going up against so it's set up for them to, to succeed and it kind of is a good indicator of of their ceiling and also too like you you look at you know how efficient they are you look at accuracy um a, a lot of quarterbacks um you know that that might end up being highly rated that, that don't do well the next level throw a lot of interceptions so we look at stuff like that and I think with I think with Finley um, he has a ton of physical tools in terms of his arm we want to see you know probably increased mobility um, and, and and then just kind of how he you know operates from an efficiency standpoint as a senior so that's definitely stuff we're going to be, look, be looking for but in terms of the arm talent it's it's hard to deny um, I, I think so you know I think he's positioned himself fairly well um through the first day or so and then we'll just we'll track him throughout this week and then and then kind of you know continue on through through the season but um i i think he definitely you know put his best foot forward on on sunday yeah and and two guys i want to transition to that that could have had big weeks that have had big springs but won't be here in dallas uh, Jaqueline Roy out of Baton Rouge UI is a four-star defensive tackle yeah. and Major Burns out of Baton Rouge Madison Prep four-star defensive back Burns committed to LSU right now Roy kind of he has a top three of Alabama LSU and Texas A&M what what I guess you know Burns is hurt and Roy decided not to attend mm-hmm. how much could they have helped themselves this week and, and what do you kind of see from them as two prospects that have really been on the rise yeah I think I think Roy in particular is is one who we were really looking forward to seeing. I think he would have had a chance of, of maybe making almost as big a move with, kind of within that top 100. If, if you're looking at quarterbacks who are – I mean, sorry, if you're looking at prospects who are kind of, you know, on that top 100 fringe, you could make a push into like a top 50 range. I, I think he was kind of a, a guy who's primed for that. He's He's been so strong in the in the spring, like you said, I, but to, you know, between camp settings and then almost like all the schools that came through and evaluated him just kind of from the – intel that we've gotten he's basically gotten you know across the board rave reviews so I think he I think I think he's maybe our number six defensive tackle right now I think he really could have probably made a push into the top five if he had had a strong showing um you know today I think that the things you look at with him um you know he's really technical uh he's just very impressive in these in these settings you know go going to you high they, they kind of 
do a pretty good job of like locking down their film. So there's really like not a ton um, of video to watch on these guys. So the camp settings in particular with, with them can be pretty informative. Um, you know, while, while the, this might maybe like slow his ascent because we just from an exposure standpoint because we won't have a chance to maybe see him against his top competition I think he's a guy we'll we'll try to track as as well as good as we can during his senior year and then you know hopefully see him in a postseason all-star game um so he still has a lot of opportunities and, and he still might maybe you know be one that 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 goes up just kind of as we get more information but um but yeah, I, I think he was. He's definitely a. There's no doubt he's a riser. Um, with 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 Major Burns, I, I was I was looking forward to kind of seeing him from a, a positional standpoint. I know he's one that um, you know has also been been a riser. I think. Um, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think LSU kind of likes him at corner. But right. he's he's flexible and can play safety as mm-hmm. as kind of a bigger a bigger DB. It would be interesting to kind of see just how he stacks up with a lot of these other you know top DBs at you know athletically. Um, so. Yeah, but uh, I think those are two two guys that, uh, you know, I guess one, one that's committed to LSU, one that they're heavily involved with that uh, are probably two of the, the off-season risers in, in Louisiana who probably would have had an opportunity to go up even higher if they had been here. Well, we appreciate the time, Charles, and thanks for, thanks for jumping on the pod with us. We're going to keep it locked on Go 24-7 and 24-7 Sports this entire week here in Texas as we track the opening finals. A great start, uh, really, to the week for TJ Finley and uh, looking forward to seeing more of him. Thanks for the time, man. No problem. Thanks. We'll be right back with more on the Go 24-7 podcast right after this. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds you tell progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust progressive progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law Welcome back to more of the Go 24-7 podcast. Going to just cover a couple quick things here. You heard from Charles Power, 24-7 sports recruiting analyst on TJ Finley, LSU's quarterback commit that had a huge day on Sunday at the opening finals. On Monday, everyone else arrives. That's LSU commits like Elias Ricks, Jermaine Burton, guys like that showing up. Lorando Johnson, a late add, the Lancaster defensive back who's committed to LSU, is on uh, the roster now as well with some uh, guys, you know, ending up, you know, we mentioned Major Burns when talking with Charles Power, dropping off because of injury. Um, That happens and people are stepping in and one of the local kids around the Dallas area that was able to make it was LSU commit Lorando Johnson. It's a big week for him. He could make a move up the rankings with some impressive testing numbers. He's one of the most... Uh, competitive corners probably across the region for sure and especially in the state of Texas just the way he competes uh, his testing numbers haven't really shown up at times in the past and so a good showing on the testing front could help him solidify his status as a four-star cornerback on 24-7 sports 
And now I do want to kind of go to a brief interview with uh, the receivers coach of LSU commitment, Jermaine Burton. He's got a chance as one of the best best pure athletes at this event to rise up uh, the rankings potentially even more with an impressive day testing. And then uh, depending on how well he does uh, with TJ Finley as his quarterback, with Haynes King on that team as his quarterback, there's a chance he could rise up the rankings and solidify himself as a five-star prospect. I spoke with former NFL wide receiver and Calabasas, California, wide receivers coach and co-offensive coordinator for Jermaine Burton, Curtis Conway. Here's what he had to say, some of the things that have separated Jermaine Burton as one of the best wide receivers in the country. What what have you seen from him over the last year that, that has allowed him to emerge as this legitimate you know five-star type talent work ethic work ethic you know um you know of course you know when you got guys that talent in high school you got a lot of people that uh, basically rely on their talents not really teaching them the game not really teaching them how to understand how to play the game and not to mention um you know finishing plays things of that nature because a lot of guys don't want to lose the kids if the, if they too hard on them or so they kind of you know, just kind of let the kids do what they want. Uh, I guess by me playing in the league and having some credibility, you know, affords me to be a little more, I would say, stern on the guys. Not in a bad way, but like, you know, you know, these kids today, they kind of privileged in a way yeah. where, like I said, they don't want to be somewhere, somebody would pick them up anywhere else. Yeah. Whereas, like I said, Jermaine got there, and after our first game, he scored two touchdowns, and I pulled him in our office afterwards, and I said, look, I'm not impressed. He gave me a look. Like, man, what do you mean? I just scored two touchdowns. And, and, and I was just like, you know, look, you saw Johnny Wilson. Johnny, Johnny, I think, had maybe a catch. I don't even think he had a catch. But every play was blocked, and he was hustling every play. I said, this is what I expect out of you. Two weeks later, you know, gave him a look at practice. All of a sudden, the dude just on his own just started doing everything that I told him to do. It just clicked. And, like, literally, I don't have to tell him to do anything. Like, literally, I don't have to say, come on, Jermaine, pick it up. I don't have to say, Jermaine, you the first in line. I don't have to say, Jermaine, you running late. Like, everything that I've instilled, he just took it and ran with it. And, like I said, now he expects to come out and work put it like this i gotta slow him down now that was uh, curtis conway he's a receivers coach for jermaine burton an lsu commit who's got a lot to prove here at the opening as well he's already one of the best wide receivers in the country he's got a chance to show out this weekend or excuse me this week in front of uh, all of us here at 24 7 sports and among some of his his peers as best as some of the best players in the country hit the opening it's about to really get real, as uh, we like to say. I mean, the, the fun and games of the Elite 11 is kind of over. Now it gets into seven-on-seven seven with these top athletes as the go-to targets for these quarterbacks, which will give T.J. Finley an opportunity to shine. It can also make things more difficult when you've got guys like Elias Ricks on the other side of the ball. Now, Finley won't be throwing against him uh, as they're on the same team, but you'll have some of the best talent in the country all over the place at every position, and it will make things more difficult. The cream will rise to the top. It's going to be fun to watch. We'll have all your coverage on Go247.com. I'm Billy Embody here. Please subscribe, rate, and review the Go247 podcast. Tell a friend. We'll be dropping a podcast every morning from the Elite 11 and the opening finals as we recap the day and bring you guys what you guys need to know. Probably going to try to get a special guest or two, one of these LSU commits, to join us on the podcast. But you can check out 
really the go-to stuff from yesterday that's on the site right now is the recap of TJ Finley's huge day at the Elite 11 Finals on Sunday. He shared his thoughts on that with us. We've got highlights from his day, and uh, Charles Power and Barton Simmons break down uh, his impressive standout performance from Sunday. With that, guys, we're going to sign off from the Go 24-7 podcast. Thank you for listening. Please take that seven-day free trial on Go247.com. Check us out. We'll keep you guys up to date from Dallas and the opening finals the rest of the week. Thanks for listening. Have a great rest of the week.